Hi, I'm Nicoletta Tavella and this is my very first podcast. I am Italian, born and raised. I have an Italian cooking school in Amsterdam. It's called La Cucina del Sole. And um, I've been teaching for the last 20 years, which sounds incredible to me because I started as a hobby teacher. I started in 2000 um, for a private cooking school. They asked me to teach Italian cooking because um, a friend of mine was working there and she told me, you can cook very nicely Italian food. Why don't you teach? And I thought, okay, teaching and cooking are two completely different things, but let's give it a try. Uh, I did that for two years. I tried it. And I enjoyed it so much that I decided to um, to start my own cooking school, uh, which I founded in 2002, October 2002. So this year, in October, I'm going to celebrate 20 years of La Cucina del Sole, a very big milestone for me. Um, I love cooking any type of food, um, but of course, being a Taurus, being pretty lazy and having all the Italian ingredients in my pantry and in my fridge I end up cooking mostly Italian food uh, which is not a bad thing because I'm also a recipe developer and a starting food photographer so I um, develop recipes for myself for my cooking courses and classes for my blog for clients and uh, yeah never a dull moment I love cooking and uh, I love doing that when I have time for myself if I can I usually cook twice a day for me for myself very very Italian which means uh, also having a warm lunch when uh, when I have the time very very simple things I don't do a three or four four courses meal I just do one dish but if I really have time, I will make something nice for lunch, for example, a pasta or a quick soup or a risotto or a frittata, a frittata or anything like that. And I will cook also for myself in the evening unless I'm working in my cooking school and then my pupils, my clients cook for me, which is fantastic. I have the best job in the world. Uh, so this is a little, yeah, this is who I am, a little introduction. I'm also a professional voiceover and I just bought uh, this lovely microphone that I'm uh, using right now to do some voiceovers from home. I usually work in studios, professional studios, but I decided to also start a very small studio at home. Uh, I read tarot card professionally. I started um, doing that in 2004. Uh, I write about food, so I'm pretty eclectic. And still my main my main thing right now is cooking. Who knows if it's gonna be that uh, forever, but right now cooking is really my number one thing. So I'll try and discuss a few things about the Italian cuisine. Of course, you listeners, if you have any idea or any suggestions for me, something that you want me to talk about, please let me know. Uh, I have no idea where to start. Actually, I didn't even make a plan. That's how I usually work. I do not make plans. Um, 
so let me just start giving you an idea of what the Italian cuisine is. Let's say that, let's start, yeah, with something that I really truly believe. I think there is no one in the world that knows the Italian cuisine, the whole of it. And why is that? Um, it's because it's so huge, so immense that it's impossible to know it all. I have been Italian for all of my life. Uh, I belong to a family of people that love food and we've lived in several regions in Italy and yet I know a fraction of what the Italian cuisine is. We have 20 regions in Italy. They're all very, very different. Um, they all have different products, different recipes, different wines and it's really impossible to know everything. Every time that I'm in Italy, even in regions like Puglia where I've lived for a very long time, I discover something new that I didn't know. Or I discover new types of pasta. For example, looking at that lovely YouTube channel, The Pasta Grannies, which I really, really advise if you don't know it yet. I keep on discovering pasta types that I never heard of, like Lorigitas from Sardinia um, and, and other pastas that I never heard of. So it's really incredible. There are cheeses, there are, um, you know, meats, preserved meats, um, products that I, yeah, that most people have never, never, ever seen or heard of or leave alone eaten. And I can give you another example of that. It's something that I have people make when they come to my cooking school for my pasta and gnocchi class. I have them make corsetti, which is a typical pasta from Liguria, the region where I was born. It's made with a wooden stamp, really nice. But I hadn't heard of that pasta until, let's say, 10, 12 years ago. Uh, and my mom, who's born and raised in Liguria, in Genoa, she's lived there, actually lived there. I never lived in Liguria, I lived in other regions, I was just born there. She never heard of this pasta before. Um, so it's, yeah, it's really funny how many, many different products there are. For example, pepperoni kruski. Uh, it's a special type of dried pepper, very sweet, and very crunchy. Um, that comes from the center of Italy. I also never heard of that until, let's say, 10 years ago. Or ciauscolo is a, is a lovely um, preserved meat that also comes from the center of Italy, Le Marche, uh, that area, a little bit. So, yeah, it's a continuous discovery, and I don't really, I really think that there's nobody in the whole of the world that knows the whole of the Italian cuisine. It's impossible, impossible. I can put my hand on the fire. I'm pretty sure nobody knows everything about the Italian cuisine. And that's one of the things that make Italian cuisine fantastic, wonderful. It's always surprising. Um, it's not only classic dishes like carbonara and bolognese and pizza and lasagne. It's a, a lot more. It's a lot more. And it's such a great joy to discover new products, new new recipes, new variations, um, and new new things. So I think I will start talking about the regions that I know the best, the regions that I've lived 
in or that I was born in, um, that I know the best from a culinary point of view. I would say um, the one that I know the best is definitely Puglia. I lived there from when I was eight and a half to uh, when I was 22, until I, I was 22. And at that, that age, I moved to Amsterdam, where I still am. Uh, so the Apulian cuisine is probably my favorite one, together with the Tuscan cuisine and the Ligurian cuisine. And it's the one that I know the best and still is a big mystery. I keep on discovering new things every time I'm in Puglia. New recipes, new ways of preparing things. It's, it's so funny because in Italy uh, you think, yeah, I eat Apulian or I eat Tuscan. But it's really... Um, it's, it's so funny because if you are in Bari, for example, where I lived for all those years, Bari, the, the capital of Puglia... Uh, you will eat certain things and if you move just five or ten kilometers away from Bari they have different recipes they have different ways of preparing the same ingredients in a completely different manner they have um, yeah it's 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 so incredibly complex uh, the regional Italian cuisine and so uh, Puglia for me is um, the, yeah, the quintessential pure cuisine. Uh, Puglia, you have to think it has beautiful, beautiful produce, incredibly beautiful and wonderful vegetables, fruit, uh, almond trees, olive oil, great olive oil. I mean, in Puglia there is about 60 million, I think. Um, olive trees, which means almost one per Italian. There's a huge production of olive oil, very good one. And um, every sub-region inside of Puglia has a different cuisine. What you eat in Bari is totally not what you eat in Lecce or in Brindisi or in Foggia or in Taranto, which are the other... Uh, big cities in Puglia and uh, as I said yeah you you, you travel 10-15 kilometers away from one place and you will eat completely different things which is very fascinating to me uh, and for example yeah fish you think Puglia is a coastal region everybody eats fish no usually people that are on the coast eat fish and if you go more towards um, the center of the of the region or the higher parts of the region, there's not a lot of fish, um, and it's just a matter of a few, yeah, probably fifty kilometers away from the coast, not even. Uh, for example, uh, I've I've done a lot of cooking holidays in Conversano, which is a bit higher up, um, and on the coast uh, about not even 20 kilometers from Conversano, there is Polignano and Monopoli and so forth. And the difference in what you eat in Conversano and what you eat in Polignano and Monopoli is incredible. You eat more fish, of course, when you're in Polignano. And in Conversano, they eat other dishes. So it's, um, it's a very, very fascinating culture. Um, probably, I, I've never been to China but I can imagine China has the same variety. I mean, if you're in Sichuan, 
you probably eat completely different food than in any other area of uh, of china so yeah it's uh, it's a continuous discovery if you like italian cooking i would just simply advise to uh, go and explore if you're in italy explore uh, the different regional cuisines move around and taste different product products for example in bari um, you will find something that you don't find a lot in other parts of italy you will find butchers that are specialized in horse meat uh, because there's a horse meat culture which is not present in other regions of italy um, and you will not find a lot of chicken <laughs> that's that's not part of the of the regional cuisine but you will find lamb you will of course find a lot of dairy products wonderful burrata and mozzarella and ricotta and scamorza and provolone and stuff like that um, but you will not find mozzarella di bufala for example buffalo mozzarella because that's maybe you find it but it's a yeah very very small production there are not many buffaloes in in puglia it's not the culture is not um it's not founded on buffalo dairy like for example in campania uh, the area around caserta and campania the another region where there's a lot of buffalo mozzarella so it's um yeah it's it's very interesting to go and explore the local cuisines inside the local cuisine so enough said for today i'm gonna stop here i think i've uh, i've said more than enough for today i've been speaking a lot i send you a big <clears throat> a big ciao from amsterdam and i hope to see you virtually see you again for the next episode of my podcast which doesn't have a name yet but i will find one ciao ciao from nicoletta bye